Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast. It's Jeff here once again. And today I have Victor Manzo on. Uh, Victor is a chiropractor, pediatric chiropractor, uh, but he has kind of changed gears a little bit. So we're going to get to hear a little bit about that change. Um, which included a move and really an adjustment in what he was doing. Uh, no pun intended with the adjustment comment. And love to uh, love to share his story with you. So, Victor, welcome to the show, my friend. Oh, brother, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm glad you're on today. So tell us a little bit about your story, first off, uh, how you got to where you are today. Yeah, I mean, I started out my career as a, as a chiropractor, Um and about halfway into that process, about five years in, after doing all the things that the business world tells you to do, grind, hustle, sacrifice, work the long hours, sweat equity, all those fancy terms, um, I was I hit my financial peak, but I was burned out every four yeah. to six months, unfulfilled, unsatisfied. I felt like I was always chasing something, and if I wasn't chasing it, then I was losing. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, I'm very passionate about what I do. Um, I don't get into something unless I'm very passionate about it. It has to have deep purpose. And so I literally looked at her and I said, I don't know if I want to continue this, if this is how it's going to be. I may have to go look into other things. And then I was like, you know what? No, let's." I did some soul seeking. I reconfigured my whole entire practice and said, you know what? We're a lifestyle office. I'm going to get a little more strict with that. I'm Mm -hmm. going to shift gears a little bit. Um, and so what we ended up doing is we, we, we took a 40% hit on purpose. We okay. looked at patients that didn't fit the office and what we were moving towards. We had wonderful, we had, we always were very warm with our patients. It's like a family to us. So, mm-hmm. um, it was one of those things that we, when we brought it up, they're like, yeah, you know, that's just not for me, but, uh, I understand where you're going and appreciate And it was just very, you know, cordial in that way. But then, um, we started to shift in the pediatrics because that became something of a, a main focus for me to uh, help kids and, and just learning more about the neural development and what kids are going through. And then how can I be a, a correction of that to not let that happen in some way, shape or form. And with all those changes, I took another change where I stopped following all the business advice, reading 80, 120 yeah. books a year, you yeah. know, all this other stuff. And I said, I'm going to go back to what I know which is, was at that time, it was understanding universal law, spiritual truths. Um, when I hear that, sometimes it's like spiritual truths in business, but there's a lot of wisdom. But I also tapped into the neuroscience of what I knew, the leveraging of the mind, subconscious mind, limiting beliefs, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I said, if I'm the creator of my life, I should be able to dictate my, my success the way I want to see fit. And uh, well, you know, uh, I was 5% pediatric volume, patient volume, pediatrics. Uh, so basically, that means zero to 17 year old, how much out of all my patients, what is the percentage of that? And I, it was at 5%. My goal was 50%. Yeah. Um, six months later, 48%. And then nice. from there for the next four and a half, five years before we closed down, we averaged anywhere, we averaged 50%. We were always around 40 to 60 okay. dancing around. A year and a half, we hit our financial peak again. Mm-hmm. On top of all that, 
I worked 50% less. I was working 14 and a half hours a week in my office. That's genius. Right. And so the law of least effort, right? That's a yep. universal law. Law of least effort. What's the least amount of work to get the greatest gain? So I was like, how can I be the most efficient in what I do? So I was dictating all this. I'm not thinking of anything. I'm not even trying to figure out in business. We're always trying to figure out the next step, the next thing, the next this. Mm. I wasn't doing anything. I literally, if you ask me, I'm like, hey, what are we going to do next? Uh, we're just going to continue doing what we're doing. I mean, what do we have to do? We're focusing on what we're doing today. And they'll be like, I, even young docs I have come in my office when I talk about this stuff, they're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, well, we're doing it. And there's universal well, laws. We're, we're supposed it. to hustle. We're supposed right? to, yeah. you know, we're supposed to work 90 hours a week. Man. Exactly. Or, or like, or like, hey, you got to be doing Facebook ads. Do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got And yeah. I was just like, no, I'm just loving on my patients. Yep. And the more I love on them, everything takes care of the rest. Yep. Because the energy of what I'm showing up is I want I had a vision of what I wanted to see in my office from an energy standpoint of being happy and blissful and joy and connecting with patients and really not just being the chiropractor they come to at a superficial level, but like someone who's like, uh, you know, they know that I'm like a family member. I'm a family member to them. I treat them like a family yeah. member. And um, that well, all worked also, out. Yeah, you're also not like a, a machine just you know the coming in adjust okay get out next one you know it's just like a, a assembly line yeah yeah and it, yeah it was one of those things where you know it's just how what you know we looked at we looked at everything of what's the minimum time we need to really mm. achieve the level of what we want to do that's comfortable for us not what a chiropractor says or it's just yeah. what do i say that i need that i feel comfortable with mm -hmm. and so once we went through that then i looked at entrepreneurs and all of a sudden i was like they need this advice they mm -hmm. need to understand this because they're working against the laws of nature. They're working against the laws of the universe. And it's not just entrepreneurs. Humans do this in general. We always look outside ourselves to do. So that's what I started to do side hustle, if you want to call it, or just started to do coaching on the side with my schedule of what I'd done. And then, um, you know, fast forward, um, my wife and I, 2018, we started to come out to Knoxville, Tennessee. We were checking out the Smoky Mountains and the beautiful mm -hmm. lakes around here and uh, we started to fall in love with it. And I wanted to make the move. I was like, okay, well, let's move in the next year or two. Okay. And my wife, we have all our family in Chicago. So it was a little harder. Yeah. COVID hit, thankfully COVID hit, you know, benefit, there's negatives and positives to COVID as we all know, Absolutely. Uh, well, the negatives for sure. But um, for us, one of the positives was, is my wife was like, okay, I see what you see in Illinois. I see why you want to get out now. Um, how do we make this a reality? And mm -hmm. I said, well, we got to sell the office. Unfortunately, <laughs> due to the climate in Illinois, a lot of chiropractors were leaving Illinois. They weren't coming to <laughs> Illinois. So that made it a harder sell, but it came to a point where we talk about, this is something I'm very strong about no matter what, because a lot of people in my position would have stayed in Chicago and yep. waited for the sale, however mm -hmm. they would have been. And, and, and I had someone who did offer, make an offer, but it was such a low, excuse my French, low ball offer, mm -hmm. kind of disrespectful in some ways. And if they were willing to negotiate, I would have worked us somewhere near that because I knew that the the market with the way it was, I had to respond to how it was doing. Yep. But at the end of the day, my wife and I looked at each other and we're like, we want to start a family. Mm -hmm. we, and we knew if we started in Chicago, it would never happen. Yeah. So we made the choice to say, you know what, we're going after our happiness and we know everything's going to work out. I made some investments we can live off. Cause my, and not that I wasn't, we weren't making money in the, I wasn't you know sufficient in the coaching business, but it was like an 80, 90% hit from my chiropractic, you know, of course. What I was making yeah. there. So mm -hmm. it's a huge change and, and a difference in the lifestyle. So I said, no, we can keep the lifestyle. It's just, here's our, all the investments we did that are really paying off for us. Mm -hmm. um, that can hold us off for X amount of time, which is plenty of time for us to yeah. uh, achieve the goals of what we need to get to and so forth to get back to where we were. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we did that. I've been doing coaching now full-time since January this year. And uh, mm -hmm. 
it's been a blast. I, I, it's, I, again, I do things only when I'm passionate and chiropractic was, I, I enjoyed it. I'll get back into that. I know I will. I mean, I have my license in Tennessee uh, just in case, but it's one of those things where I see myself going back to it in different ways than how I did before. Sure. Um, and, uh, but the whole, the whole coaching thing and just transforming minds now has been, um, it's like taking things to a whole new level and it's such mm -hmm. a blast to do. Cool. So let's talk a little bit about the coaching side then. Um, Talk a little bit about your, your typical client that you're working with. The typical client I'm working with is any, it's an entrepreneur who um, I don't niche into one way or another because everything I teach is universal. We all have a mind. We all have limiting beliefs. We all have a subconscious mind. So nice. right there alone, you add in the universal laws and everything else I teach, that's that's anybody. Mm -hmm. But it's one of the things where they're, there's they, people come to me for a couple of reasons. One, they have a struggle or a pain that you just can't break through, right? It's mm -hmm. just something that they've been trying for some time. And maybe it's trying to exceed a certain level financially. Maybe yeah. it's just trying to, um, this, this problem keeps coming up no matter what. And usually it's related to money. Um, mm -hmm. The other one is going to be someone has a big vision, a dream mm -hmm. that they want to achieve and they want to get there faster, but they don't mm -hmm. want to do the standard principles of what's told. Mm -hmm. They've done it or they 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 just maybe they didn't do it, but they they're aware of it. And there's like just just has to be something else, kind of like how I was seeking out when yeah. it came from a business standpoint. And um, those are the two clients I usually will see and work with. Um, and then we go through a, a process to start to pull together some spiritual truth, some universal law, some quantum physics stuff to uh, which is basically just mapping out your vision of your mm -hmm. life. Um, vision is the most critical thing. I mean, you look at it, you can look at almost any almost every single scripture in not just Bible and one religion, but a lot of religions, um, mm -hmm. they all talk about vision in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things where that's the premise of what I do, because a lot of stuff I do, no pun intended, all about alignment yeah. um, as being a chiropractor. <laughs> but um, it is, it, it's kind of cool because mm -hmm. the law of a body, when things are in alignment, there's less stress on the body, which means it can adapt and function better. Well, guess what? If your mm -hmm. mind is in alignment with your vision and all your principles, guess what? Things just work out a little easier. It's like a laser. You're hypering, you're putting more energy into a focal point to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And that relates to a lot of other principles to do that. So vision is the biggest thing that we work on to get to what is the main purpose of why you're here. Mm -hmm. And then once we get to that main purpose, then we start branching off in the five elements of your life. I call it the five M's, which yeah. are just basically my last name, the initial, uh, but it's, it's mindset. It's your marriage, which is all your relationships, not just a, a marriage, if you're married or not, um, yeah. your movement, which is your physical health. Then we get into mission, which is um, basically these are your businesses or your passions that you want to share with the world, your gifts that you want to share with the world. Okay. Um, and then the last one's money. And there's okay. a reason, there's a reason why I put money at the end. Because if you do those first four things correctly, the money just follows. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It just all comes back into it and says, okay, yeah, now if I just focus on what's going to get me where I need to be, the rest of it will just fall together. And I, I totally agree with you on that. Um, and too many, I think too many people focus on the other piece of the pie. You know, they, they want to focus on the money piece first and it, it just doesn't work. I mean, we have the same thing. It's interesting that you say it that way because we do the same thing when we're meeting with clients, um, you know, we developed a new process and we started to focus on 
the opposite of what typically, you know, other financial planners would do. Uh, other financial planners focus on money, and then, well, maybe we'll talk about your op- or, you know, we'll talk about your occupation. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about your, you know, recreational things. What, what's you know on your bucket list? And now uh, we're going to focus on, you know, your. Uh, oh yeah, your family. Yeah, that that's you know that's that other thing that we're going to focus on. And the interesting thing is, we kind of flipped that around and started focusing on. Let's talk about your family first. The what are, what are the things that matter to you? Family, occupation, and recreation. So we started talking about those, and then we talk about money last, which is your how that you're going to do all these things. And it's amazing the the conversations we have today. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, it, I mean, it's true. I mean, I always tell people like, you know, like I'm always transparent on things. So like my relationship with my wife is like my everything. If that's not solid, it just throws oh, yeah. me in so many ways. <laughs> it throws my energy off. It throws my focus off. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'll even tell people, imagine if you have a health issue that you have to deal with. Make it yeah. just be a, something as simple as like back pain. That's annoying as heck. Mm-hmm. And is that gonna, that's going to throw off your focus. It's gonna, it throws off everything. So then, because money is just life energy. So if, if energy of life is not at a higher level, well, the money is not going to follow with that. And it's just so simple of a principle, but yet, mm-hmm. again, conditioning of the minds. We. It's yep. funny when I do this kind of work, it always amazes me how crystal clear people can be about what they want to achieve financially. Mm-hmm. But when I get into mindset and I get into sometimes a little bit in the relationship, but yeah. even into their physical health and their mission, it's mm-hmm. not as crystal clear and concise. No. Not and at all. I'm always like, we, we got to flip that. I, I'm not saying you don't want to be general with your money, but you want to, we want that specificness there to be mm-hmm. on those other four. So what, you know, when you get a new client in, what's, what's your process that you follow to, to kind of assess where they're at? Yeah. The first thing is when they come in, you know, when they, let's say they, they agree to sign up and we're going to, we're going to start our, our, our process. Mm-hmm. It really is. It, it's what I do. So it's all vision stuff. That's the kind of stuff I was sharing. That is my beginning of the process. Um, Cause that's going to give me a lot of information of why they're not achieving where they're at. Mm-hmm. Because if they're like, Hey, I'm having a struggle with something. If the thing about bringing some things together, like, again, the in marketing law states that a, a confused mind always says no. Yeah. Well, universe, God, whatever you want to call that. But when you are, um, can't in your mind see things crystal clear. Mm-hmm. How are things going to come to you? I mean, and so I need to see the clarity and stuff. And once we, that's like the foundational work is when we do that. And I have mm-hmm. a whole foundational stuff that they go through while they're coaching with me. But then from there, when we get on coaching calls, that's where we start to dive deeper into looking at what's going on. Where is our starting point going to be? My coaching is very customized. So it's not cookie cutter, like, oh, they come in and it's just boom, boom, boom. The only thing that's guaranteed or locked in for sure is vision. And then our 90, well, vision is the first thing. And then 98, 90 day goals that have to align to the vision. And so after that work, then it's what's showing up for them is going to give me their answers. Because if they're seeing a, if there's a pattern that's showing up, that's a limiting belief and I can dive into and there's work that we we build systems off that to help break that barrier down. If it's um, it, it could just be there, well, limiting beliefs are a lot, but it can also just be where they're focusing. Okay. And then we dive into, hey, why are you, why, or they're worried about something or there's a fear on something. And we'll dive in and break down those mechanisms of what's going on and then build systems up and conditionings to help them shift gears mm-hmm. so that we can start to reprogram the mind, reprogram a new experience. Because um, it takes 84 days on average to change the wiring of your brain. So this stuff that I teach is not something, and some people are like, well, I want to quicken now. Yeah. It's, it's not, I'm not saying that can't happen. I do have some clients that it happened that way. 
But I tell people all the time, this is going to take some time because yeah. I can teach you principles and you can get it now. And that's great. But like I said earlier, it takes about 84 days to rewire the brain. That's just on average. Some mm-hmm. people are shorter, some are longer. And it's, so if we're working on just one thing, it's going to take about 84 days to rewire that into becoming part of your subconscious where you do this automatically without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so then we build off those parameters to do that. And, and, and that's the main, that's the foundational work of what I do. Um, there's other things too, like I'm a business coach. So there's business principles we get into, but usually that's not, that's never in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I have people who want to get on it. They're like, great. I want to jump on this. I'm like, we'll get there. Yeah. And they're like, but I want to get, I'm like, we'll get there. I yeah. go, I, you got to fix you first. <laughs> well, I always tell them like, listen, and I'm like, well, this is what I know what I need. I'm like, what you think, you know, is what got you where you are now. So yeah. let's just be real. And yeah. I always say when they want to jump into the business stuff, I always look and say, you got a, you got a foundation that is not solid by any means, nothing mm-hmm. that you're going to build on that's going to hold. My yeah. job is let's redo the foundation. Let's break it down. Let's get down to building what it needs to be get it solid. And then when we do stuff, that's what I call effortless success. Yeah. Because you're going to be doing things that is aligned with everything. We have no resistance to what we're choosing to do. And that's how success will start to build and compound on it. Um, And then it's just the compounding effect. We got one system in, then we work on another. And it's like, you know, eight, 10 months, 12 months. Because again, I don't like to give timeframes because then it it doesn't, uh, uh, everybody's different in this process. But one of those things where, um, you know, you just look on and you're like, how is this all of a sudden? Cause I get this question sometimes often with clients after a certain period of time, we're like, how is this all working? I'm like, don't, don't ask how you're, you're creating resistance. Look at the success you have, just be more grateful for it. Cause now it's, it, things are moving in the right direction. But if once you say, how is this, I can't believe this is happening or how is this happening or whatever it may be, you're resisting the thing that was just working for you. Yeah. Makes total sense. Um, so what, uh, what do you, what, when you're working with a client, what is that point of, aha, we finally reached the end or we've reached that success? What, Like, how do I know that we're there? Yeah. They tell me that. Okay. Because like an example, like in my discovery call, I will literally ask them, one of the questions is, if you, if you have me as like a coach, how do you know that we succeeded? Yeah. What are the things that you think is, and, and they'll answer it in some way, but then there's, you know, down the road, they're like, like I have one client it took them five and a half months to finally grasp what I was talking about this whole feeling thing. Yeah. Um, Cause a lot of my work is getting out of people's heads and get back into the body, get back into sure. a feeling aspect. Um, and about five and a half months, he starts to finally get, he goes, after all this time, I think I finally understand what you mean. And I'm just like, <laughs> great, that's huge success. And he was like, yeah, but he goes, I don't know what to do with this. I said, you don't, again, you just went back into your mind. I'm like, just, just go back to that place and just, we'll work on that. So we worked on some conditioning and working on how to become aware and use that in their advantage. And then like two and a half months later, he's breaking records and he's just like financially in his business. <clears throat> and he's just like, how did this because something happened and this happened this came out of nowhere and it helped him pre- increase his revenue and he was just like yeah but it only happened because of that i was like no that's your mind coming in again i was like <laughs> you know there was like nine thousand things that could have happened that that reason why it didn't go that route and it did go that route for you so it's like mm-hmm. and i get that often because the thing about and this is what i did in business too like i resisted like i wanted things to get to a certain level but i wanted it in the way i wanted it not what was coming to me. And I learned that I was like self-sabotaging myself in so many ways. So that's another mm-hmm. limiting belief that can show up in that way. Yeah. And uh, it came to a point where I was just like, you know what, forget this. I'm just going to accept however it comes now. And I'm not judging it. And whatever way it comes, I'm going to laugh and be like, how cool is that? And be grateful for it. Um, because at the end, I'm this is where I want to go. And I have and I'm open to however that comes that way. 
Yeah, I've learned to just ride the wave now. Just wherever the wave's pushing me, I grew up as a surfer. It's like wherever the wave's pushing me, I'm just going to ride the wave and it'll I, it'll be a fun ride no matter what. <laughs> we You're going to get some little bit, but yeah. We'll, we'll you can steer a little bit, but it really it's going to push you towards the shore no matter what you do. So just figure it out and enjoy it. That, 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 I mean, that's the way of life. And unfortunately, in the way we do in business, and especially in business, but in life in general, we we get so stuck in our heads thinking how we have to do things. And I always tell people that once you go to your mind and let your mind dictate your life, that's going to yep. create complexity because the mind, look at the world we live in today. We should be living a more simple life based on <laughs> technology and everything. But the problem why we don't is because we're led by the mind, which creates only more complex things. That's why I like the same verbiage for one thing is like a thousand different ways. Somebody comes up with a new method and like, oh, look at this new cool thing. And someone's like, what method is that? Or what diet should I follow? We made it so complex because mm-hmm. we lead by the mind. But the other thing the mind does is it creates it creates resistance. Mm-hmm. And it takes it, it either is going to be a lot longer or it's going to be a lot harder yeah. to achieve the goal of where you want to go to or and and it could be less satisfying too i mean yeah. you end up coming up with you know oh i i've got every financial goal i've ever wanted yeah but your life sucks so who cares uh, <laughs> i mean it's one of the things i always try and get out of people's minds you know when you're when you're trying to get to that financial freedom it's like okay it's not about making the kind of money that you think you need to make, you know, or it's not about about amassing this massive amount of money that's going to provide you with this life. It's really about creating the cash flow that it takes to replace your minimum income and you're free. You know, if you can cover your your household expenses, then you're really free without having to do a whole lot of work to do it. And then that allows you to, to put the cream on top of it. I love it. And, and it's, and again, it's coming back to, you know, like, um, again, the programming of how we need more, like you see business yeah. owners, like, well, well, I'm gonna get to this point. And then, oh, then after that, I got to go to here and I got to go here. I got to go here. And I always look and say, I'm all about growth. I'm never, mm-hmm. I'm all about growth. Yeah. But one of the things I'll ask them is when are you going to be satisfied? Yeah. What's, uh, what's the end? I mean, you right? know, what, what's the end for you? I, I thought the, I, I was walking through cause I own co-working spaces and yeah, sometimes you just hear people talking when you're, when you're walking around and I, I heard, I overheard a conversation one day. And I mean, this was the epitome of what we've been trained to think when it comes to finances and success. And uh, this guy was talking about, he's like, yeah, you know, I grew up on, on the West coast. I was a surfer growing up and, you know, I, I love surfing and, you know, what I'm working hard today is to save enough money so I can buy a, you know, a, a, a house that's on the beach and then I can surf every day. And I'm thinking to myself, first off, you don't work in an office. Why can't you just go today and rent a house and go surf part of the day? Why do you, why does it have to be this end thing that, oh, I've amassed all this money to go ahead and do that? I mean, just think of all the people that bought houses in Fort Myers. Um it's it sucks. <laughs> you know, so why let somebody else buy the place and go go live your life today and that that should be your success. That's true. Or or even like you you can look and there's so many ways we can go down this this yeah. path, but it's one of those things where, you know, what is like I always say, what's the bare minimum that's gonna give you satisfaction? Yeah. And and then just make that your goal. If other things come up, great. But it's like that should be the main focus. And because um, I hear guys, I know some guys who make like they they built up another like I made ten million this year, and I'm sitting there going, if I made ten million dollars, I'm I'm set. Like I, I I'm done. I'm like, done. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm going to still do what I do because I love what I do. But the point is, I'm trying to make like from a financial standpoint. I'm like, 
there is some, even if I didn't, even let's just say I made 10 million in sales, there is a percentage of that I'm taking home. And with that mm-hmm. amount of money, I can sit there and go, I can put that into an investment of something yep. that's going to build me a return guarantee every single year. Even if it's a small return, I don't, I mean, it's, it's like 5%, let's say 4%. Yep. That's enough to where I can be like, that covers every single I, basic I'll ever I'm need good. for the rest of my And life. if I've already covered my basics, then that's just as like gravy money. You know, that's my fun money that's coming in at that point. So exactly. And so, and, and but again, coming back to the point of satisfaction is that when we don't know where our satisfaction point is, and again, I like to be very clear on this because sometimes people think when I say satisfaction, you're going to comfort and not growth. I'm That's not correct. against that. I mean, here's the thing. If I, if I hit my satisfaction point and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm blowing past that point, I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. But mm. the, mom, the purpose or, or the momentum or what I consider successful of that business, mm. it, that, I, I don't care how high that goes. Yeah. I just, I hit my satisfaction point where I'm like, wow, here's where I'm at. This is great. I can do all the things that I want to do. I have the freedom to do everything I want to do. That to me is my satisfaction point. And then anything else, that's just gravy on top. And that can I can funnel that money to help out family or to mm-hmm. do other things to help yeah. start a nonprofit. There's all these other things I can do. But at the same token, it's like I'm I have a point where I'm like, I'm good after this point. Yeah. I mean, there's for most people, I mean, some people they'll just make more money and spend more money at that point. But I, for most of us, you, you hit a saturation point of, okay, there's, there's only so many things I can buy or only so many things I can do. I, my wife and I were having this, this uh, discussion this morning, you know, it's like our anniversary next Saturday or this upcoming Saturday. And both of us just realized the other day, it's like, Oh crap, our, our anniversary. What do you want for your anniversary? I'm like, I have no freaking clue. I buy I have everything or I can buy anything I want at any time. I don't know what I want. I was like, let's just make a nice dinner or something. I mean, we're usually on vacation at this time. So we usually don't do the whole present thing for our anniversary. And I was like, why do we need to? We, we do that anyhow. Let's just enjoy being together. You know, and, and that's priceless to me. It is. You're creating an experience. And that's something yeah. that... I've been harping on even like with Christmas stuff. I know gifts are you know important for kids and all that. And I've been telling them like I've been sharing like all the time, like we should just create experiences. Yeah. You're gonna remember it anyhow. Mm-hmm. Like the gifts, you're gonna forget about it after a while, unless it was like some priceless kind of a thing. But most yep. of the time the experiences you never you never forget. Yeah. And that's that's where the magic lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. What uh, is there anything? Uh, I mean, your business is basically new, but anything new that you've kind of got on the horizon coming up with the business? One of the things we're starting to do now, because we we were hyper focused on entrepreneurs, and that's been great. But we've had a lot of interest into like learning some of the concepts that I teach, and so okay. we're starting to open up classes on that are related to mindset, related to these kind of principles where I blend different backgrounds like spirituality, ancient mm-hmm. wisdom, the neuroscience, quantum physics, all that good stuff to um, help. So, like one class we just started launching up is Money Mindset Essentials, and it's mm-hmm. all about why we're not achieving the money we want to have or have, you know, get to, or you are making the money you want to make, but it's not sticking around. Like we were talking about earlier, you're making more money, but you're spending it. Right. Yeah. And what is the things that actually hold us back from a financial standpoint? Um, and I go through a whole curriculum on that. And that's one course we, we have that's already done. Um, but now we're going to start slowly marketing that out. But I have other courses we're going to be launching up like universal laws and how they play a role in our life. So understanding mm-hmm. this rules of the game called life. And how does that, you know, play a role in business? How does that play like the five M's, the money, how does that play a role in our relationship? And I'll go through 12 laws 
and uh, so forth. So we're starting to build up. One of the big visions I have is creating an online consciousness school. Nice. I thought about doing a consciousness school in person, but then I was mm. like, no, I'd rather do online. It's a lot yeah. easier and it's easy to get more people access to yeah, it. But I mean, in person, you limit yourself. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. And you can you can still do those things. I mean, I'm I'm kind of at that point myself where, you know, I, I can work with anybody anywhere in the United States, basically on a planning basis. And, and a lot of times even overseas, I mean, the financial products don't work, but some of the other things that we do do. And I, I'm like, we're, we'll have time periods where we might have like a big event here in Austin where we just everybody wants to come in let's get together and let's have a little mini summit or whatever um I, I think those are more special than just doing classes in person. I 100% agree because that's one thing we're looking to move towards also like having a we were actually I was going to do it during it was right when we were planning in the fall 2020 <laughs> to do something and COVID hit and I said all right guess it's not time to do that yet not gonna happen uh no. And so then we took a little time off and now things are just getting back to a certain yeah. degree, but nothing's a hundred percent there. So I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm in no rush with this, but yeah. we're kind of looking in spring, maybe, uh, maybe next year, fall, but looking at stuff to have like once a year, uh, a kind of like a retreat, not a retreat, well, like a retreat, but it's everything I teach on supercharged for a weekend yeah. um, to where they can really tap in and learn these, these principles that I share. Um, but the online consciousness school has been always been something on the back of my mind that I'm like, you know, I want to start slowly creating something like that. So people can come and they can understand and learn how this quantum world works mm -hmm. and how can we be a better player in it to not only just achieve with money and business, but to create the fulfillment in life that we choose to. I love it. I love it. Plus you got, you got a great place for people to come there in Knoxville. So. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, I mean, that's another thing. I don't like fly. Like I remember when this was on my vision, I was talking about this years and years ago. And someone's like, yeah, you know, I have some people I know who do this all the time and they're flying all the time. I'm like, I don't like flying, man. I just don't no. like it. And then I met, I mean, I'll do it if I have to, but like, I haven't gone to Europe because I just don't like the flight so long to sit yeah. in a spot. I'm already uncomfortable as it is. Now I got to be on a flight for that long. Uh, eventually, you know, I heard they're coming out with supersonic planes again. So I'm like, all I right, I'll cut the time in half. <laughs> I can handle it then. I'll, I'll pay the money. I'll pay the extra money to fly, get there in two hours versus... Yeah, yeah I'm all for hours. it. I'm all yeah. for it. But no, but one of the things is, uh, but then I met, you know, then again, doing this kind of work. Um, I was like, I don't have to people can come here, come to me. And I know people that do that also. And oh, yeah. they're very successful. And I was like, that's it. I'll do that on that way. I don't have to worry about flying. Everyone can come and we can all have a great time just to hang out and chill. Um, Cause eventually I, one of the things I went like with my coaching clients, I, I told my wife this, I go eventually down the road, I'd love to have like a little thing where I have my clients come. Cause a lot of my clients are, um, I only have one that's in Tennessee and that's like two, an hour and a half away from me where they are. Yeah. Everyone else is around the United States or international. And it's one of those things where it's like, it'd be cool just to get together. Yeah, I'll just bond and I'll do a little mini something and then just hang out. So there's a lot of ideas, a lot of things in the pipeline. But right now, yeah. it's just, you know, building up this 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 consciousness school to help individuals who um, may not be an entrepreneur, but they can mm -hmm. learn how to utilize these principles in different yeah. ways. And I just, you know, take little pieces of what I share and then create stuff for them. Absolutely. Well, and like I said, I mean, it, they may become clients down the road, too, but it's at least a way for them to kind of get their foot wet and understand, you know, understand what it is you do and how you do it. That's exactly right. Awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, switch gears and let's go into the fast five questions. You ready? I'm ready to rock. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. First one, you wake up in the morning. Your business is totally gone. 
You have 500 bucks in your pocket, laptop, computer, place to live. What are you going to do first? I'm going to start promoting the living heck out of myself. Uh, of all the free and organic that I can take advantage of as possible. Um, and, you know, and just start sharing what I do one thing at a time and just constantly um, do that until it catches. And once nice. it catches again, because like Tony Robbins says this, and I love how he said this, he goes, you can take everything away from me. And as long as I have my voice, yep. I'll be back where I was again. Yeah. I just love that. And it's kind of the same principle here. Like here, and I kind of went through that already, right? I had a very successful chiropractic office. Mm -hmm. We let that go. Yes, I already had coaching going on a little yeah. bit, but nowhere did it make the same amount of money what I was making as a chiropractor. But at the same token, though, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I'm reinventing myself on, you know, within a certain period of time to the mass public, uh, I look like I'm brand new. Yeah. Um, but to the work I've been doing, it's been actually three and a half years I've been doing this. Sure. And so it's one of those things where I'm like, all right, well, what's the things I know to do? What am I good at? How can I continue to move forward? Well, I can do videos. I can get on. I had a podcast already that was doing very well. So I was like, I'm going to utilize that more and just reshifted and refocused. And then as you practice and do this, that's why I, I, I you keep doing this. Your, your message will start to hone into what actually matters. Like I always tell people, and I'm very transparent, go listen to what I was saying like six, seven months ago yeah. about my about my coaching business and listen to what I'm saying now and feel the difference. Yeah. You're going to know as I honed in on my message and what's my way of approach. Because I listened to, in the beginning, I was listening to a lot of business. I hired a very expensive coach to help me out and that didn't go well. But mm -hmm. it was one of the things they were telling me, oh, you got to have a niche, got to have a niche, got to have a niche. And I'm all about niches. I am. But my, I felt like the, what they were putting me in a box wasn't me. And that's a huge issue when you're trying to attract things. So eventually it came to a point where I was like, I know what my niche is, but it's not specific to one profession. It's, it's I'm, I'm universal. And that I opened up my niche in that way. I guess I don't even call it a niche, but I guess mm -hmm. it is. Um, but yeah, being able to just speak and share and just meet people and podcast, you know, you, if you have a laptop, uh, you let the 500 bucks go buy some very inexpensive headphones that just have mm -hmm. a mic on it and then just start going to town and making videos and you yep. can build yourself up over a period of time yeah and i mean it and they don't have to be long extensive videos i mean you can you can do in fact it's it's detrimental to you and on things like youtube and other channels to do long ones you only want to do real short ones at the beginning just to get an audience built up so i, I think that's phenomenal what is the biggest business mistake that you have ever made? Ooh, it's a good question. Biggest business mistake. I mean, my most recently was hiring that coach, but uh, <laughs> um, uh, um, oh, let's see. I'm trying to think of some big, big business. You know what? I'll say the biggest mistake is not trusting myself enough. Okay. Um, because a lot of times when we don't know, and I always recommend you want to have someone who can help guide you, but there comes a point where um, what I mean by that is, is like, I've had failures happen multiple times. Everybody's had failures, but mm -hmm. it's, you know, especially with this coaching thing, it was like, I had, I, I, you know, I had this whole coach that I hired and it, it was one of those things I did it because I didn't trust myself enough with everything right. I knew. And I just felt like I needed to have this thing to help me to, that would be what I needed. And mm -hmm. I think that's why I failed the way it did. Uh, and it just, it does not, I'm not knocking it. It just didn't align with what they were teaching and how it worked for what I needed. Um, okay. But long story short, once I broke apart, I started to just trust myself mm -hmm. and it's fascinating how everything turned around. Yeah. And so, yeah. and that, and that costs money, that costs time, that costs a lot of different things on me. But from that time process or that fat, that aspect of it, it was like, 
now I have more confidence. Be like, you got this. What, what are you? What are you doing? Like, yeah. I had to like kind of wake up. Go, you're good. Start, what, what are you so worried again. about? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, and it's funny because a lot of old feelings are coming back. And I'm like, why? Well, I shouldn't have these. I I solved these before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you address them, then things start to turn around very nicely. That's awesome. What's a good book that you'd recommend for our audience? You know, besides my books, uh, <laughs> I'm not, not going to be that author. Um, one of the things I would say, one of the, the you probably, this is a common one. I'll give, I'll, you know, one that has shifted my life is Power Versus Force by Dr. David Hawkins. Ooh, cool. And he talks a lot about consciousness levels and he decodes a lot of things in life, religions and music and, you know, different emotions and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to understand the hit, the, the aspect, the hidden reasons of why people behave the way they do. Okay. It's a phenomenal book. That's awesome. He, what did you say the author was again? Dr. David Hawkins. Hawkins. Okay, cool. That's a new one. Hadn't heard that one before. The one I was going to say is you probably heard of this man search for meaning Victor Frankel. Yes. Yes. Yep. I knew that would be a popular one. So I was like, no, let's go with Dr. David. I Hawkins. think maybe only one or two people in all the history of, of uh, has ever brought that one up, but yeah, we'll add that one into our show notes. Anyhow, because I, I, I recommend like- that one's a good one. Um, that was a big pivotal change in my life around 20 and it just changed my life. That's awesome. What's a tool that you use in your business every day? I, I use, I, I always use the example of Evernote. Uh, that kind of runs my life. What's something you would recommend? So for like a, so like a, you know, calendar strategy kind of like, you know, keeping you on pace with time management kind of stuff, or just in general, every single day, just in general, something that you you're a big fan of smartphone. Aha. <laughs> well, cause with like social media and so forth, it's yeah. so easy to do my reels and, and, and just quickly pop something up really quick and, and mm-hmm. utilize it. Um, which I need to get better at because they say you got to share more of your personal story in life. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, join me on my podcast, listen to me on a podcast or, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things is where I share that at. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it, the, the, what we have in our hand for a smartphone is a, a, a tool that can cover up a lot, do a lot of things, especially like you're saying, what are you going to do when you, if your business, if I have a smartphone, that's it, I'm good. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can do everything from that. And 500 bucks gets me at least a few months of uh, cell phone service. Exactly, right? <laughs> hey, if you want to even do it even better, well, they'll, oh, no, it'll cost you like five bucks a day. But if you like, let's say you go get a cup of coffee for five, six bucks nowadays, you got free Wi-Fi and you can sit there and just hammer out a ton oh, of videos. Yeah. <laughs> and then just say, all right, I got enough content to do for like two weeks. And then it's like, all right, going back and... I'm really good at building a business off a of budget. <laughs> there you go. For five bucks, I can go and upload, you know, two weeks worth of content. There you go. All right. Last question and probably the most important one. What is your definition of freedom? I love this question because to me, freedom is choosing what I want to do every single day and not okay. being told or being have to do. Um and with having the financial means to allow me to do that. So that's mm-hmm. when I say I can choose anything to do. If my wife and I talk to each other and say, hey, tomorrow we're going to go and let's go rent out a, let's see where we can rent a space for a month and just go hang out and enjoy mm-hmm. and live our life for that month. And then we can come back or if we want to go somewhere else, we can, or if you want to do this, we can do that also. That's what freedom means to me. Awesome. Great answer. Well, uh, Victor, how, if somebody wants to get in contact with you, what's the best way to get in contact with you? My website is the best way. It has everything there. Um, It's empoweryourreality.com. If you like what I'm talking about as an entrepreneur and you're looking to like, hey, this guy sounds pretty interesting. uh, I do a free discovery call. It's right on the top right corner of my website. 
Um, I have some free resources on there. And then social media wise, uh, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. You can find all that in the bottom left of the website. Um, I love to hear from people. If you have questions, reach out. I love to hear from people. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time today. We appreciate you being on the show. Um, and then, folks, uh, he's he's just he is who he is, and I and he's genuine about it. So if you uh, if you need that kind of help, or if you're looking for someone that can help get you programmed in the right direction for yourself, uh, I think Victor is is one of the best that I know that can do that for you. So make sure you reach out to him, take him up on his offer. Uh, as always. Twice a week, we do the show, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel and we will keep popping these things out and wonderful guests like Victor. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for having me, brother. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.